Hey folks, it's Jesse, the founder of MaxFun. Since we postponed our annual Max Fun Drive in mid-March, we have gotten a lot of questions about if and when we'd be rescheduling it. And honestly, we've been asking ourselves the same thing. Well, now we have an answer for you. The 2020 Max Fun Drive will start on July 13th. That's coming up soon. We decided to have the drive now because it's always brought a lot of joy and excitement to our community and certainly to us. And to be totally honest, it's also the main source of income for some of our hosts. Like pretty much everything right now, this year's drive is going to be a little different. Uh, We'll still be bringing you very special episodes, fun community activities, premium thank you gifts. But we also know it's a weird time and for some folks, a really difficult one. Some people are in a position to become new or upgrading members. Others can't right now. And that is okay. We'll have ways for you to support MaxFun at every level, including some ways that won't cost you anything. We're also going to run the drive for four weeks instead of two. We didn't think it was a good time to be rushing anybody, and uh, having a longer drive lets us be a little more low-key in our drive pitch. It also gives us more time to do fun stuff, like the weekly live streams we'll be putting on for charity throughout the drive. Most importantly, we want the 2020 Max Fun Drive to highlight all the ways we support each other and our communities. We also want to show how grateful we are to you for making all the work that we do possible. Stay safe. We'll see you July 13th for the Max Fun Drive. Jackie Cation, Lori Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Lori Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Lori Show. The Jackie and Lori Show. It's the Jackie and Lori Show. The Jackie and Lori Show. Well, I just, I'm slightly buzzed, Jackie. I'm drinking my mom's vodka martini, a recipe, which is half, half equal parts vodka and water with uh, two olives, one to be eaten tonight, one to be uh, soaked all night and then saved for tomorrow. Um, and then behind me is her picture. She was my background. So I was, I would like, I was like standing like this during a lot of it. So you could kind of look like we were sitting together. Um, wow. but it's cool. We had like 60 people show up three pages. I've done, you know, I've done smaller shows <laughs> <laughs> on zoom. And, um, it was like people from my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family and the swim team and her preschool that she taught at. And then, people from, you know, uh, my son's life that, that knew her and, uh, my best friend, Cheryl did a video. She, she made a compilation video to the song, Joanne, and it was so good. It was really great. So it was cool. How long has Cheryl known, uh, Um, your mom? Maybe, I don't know, 20 years or something. Were they pretty good? They were, they, they would go to lunch sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have this recording. I think I told you I listened to it a couple times now. It's like an hour and a half long where it was on my mom's 80th birthday. Cheryl and I and my mom went to Madeline's in Pasadena. And it's just like an hour and a half of pitter patter and talking. But all that stuff where it's people don't know you're recording, probably illegal. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, they're their normal selves and they may, all their ticks as a person come out. And it's like, oh, yeah, she did that. And she used to breathe like that and make that noise. and Right. Get on right. A, when you're pointing a camera at somebody and they know they're on video and they're trying to be their best. So, right. Anyway, it is true. Well, that's great. Mm -hmm. Was it, um, it sounds very sweet. And yeah. uh, And, and it was, um, 
one of our listeners is a, a pastor and uh, he sort of ran it. So that was really cool. Um, wow. Yeah. Pastor Jason. And that's uh, neat. So he, he did the Bible reading up front and nothing too Jesus-y, you know, and then um, at, hung out. And then at the end, it was like an hour and a half long. Um, people just kept chiming in with little stories and stuff. And then at the end, he did an Irish blessing, a Gaelic blessing. And then, and then we stayed on for like 20 more minutes, <laughs> but people then started dropping out and everything, but it was, it was just really cool. And, and, uh, uh, I saw two doves in front of my window right before it started two mm-hmm. morning doves. And before then, after my dad died, it was sort of the thing, like we'd see a solo morning dove and we'd go, that's dad. And then when my mom was dying, I saw one looking at me from the kitchen window and Marvin Gaye's what's going on was playing. Wow. It was really surreal. And because uh, I wasn't expecting anything like that, and it was going right to my heart. And then when I looked out the window, there were two of them. Uh, Good so that was grief. Cool. That mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. That is outstanding. You were hilarious today before the funeral. Just so <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It was a quick set. I wanted to get a set in so that I, no one could accuse me of being weak <laughs> <laughs> and not performing at the day of my mother's funeral. Because uh, a lot of comics are are weak like that, but not me. <laughs> not me. I did a fiver, and had it been in person, I would have done five of flappers and then gone to her funeral. Let okay? me tell you something. You did ten, and that's interesting because I did a show the other night, and um, and Alonso ran the light a little bit, so it was yeah. just like a real club. <laughs> and. Uh, it's not that Alonzo, I don't know that he, he runs the light a lot. I don't know that. But I well, just, you I, know what? It's time to start a Twitter feud with Alonzo. <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing it. I'm excited. <laughs> no time like the present. <laughs> uh, who's, got some, who's got some solo time? Um, how did your, how did your, you did two sets today, right? Two yeah. hours or something? Two forty. Yeah, I did do two, two 40 minute, 45 minute sets. And I'll oh tell you. Oh my God. It, I literally, I got off, uh, I got back, I got off stage. I got out of the garage and, uh, and I said to Andy, I actually feel like I've done enough standup for the first time <laughs> in a long time. It was like this one day feels full. I feel like I've actually, I have a comic and, uh, which is good because I yeah. did just last Saturday, that was the last show I did. And then I was just talking to Carmen and Carmen had an amazing, it was Alonzo Bowden and Deb D. Giovanni. Oh my god! And you know she Murderers. gets these, yeah, she gets these crazy lineups, and um, she was like, "Well, do you want to guess it?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I do." Hold on for a sec. I have to hang up on somebody. I thought I <laughs> a second. If you could hang up on somebody real quick. Hi, Joanne. Right. Look at that. Just the background. Hey, Mrs. Kelly, can I call you back later? Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Is Mrs. Kelly Irish? Okay, sorry. That's my mom's best friend. Yeah, do you think she's Irish, Mrs. Kelly? She, uh, <laughs> a little bit. Um, so what happened? So go back. No, set. so I, no, I just, I, I, um, I, got a, I got a guest set on Friday. Did you do any other sets this week? I don't remember. I think Fair I enough. might have done something. Yeah, it's been a big week. Because you had to organize this thing too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just calling, you know, calling everybody. I, I, there's a little tech support with, uh, right. <laughs> uh, with uh, like someone had, you know, with there's 80 year olds. Right. And yeah. uh, 
So someone had to download Zoom and I'm walking them through that and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but it worked. It worked. And then everyone else kind of figured it out and I recorded it so that, you know, people, the people that went could watch it if they missed parts of it. And, oh, uh, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was okay. It wasn't, it, it was a lot of, it's just a lot of contacting people I hadn't talked to and telling them my mom had died and why and, and all that stuff. And, you know, that's all, it's always a tough conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I saw you the other day. I you came did. over to the house, brought you over some more condolence cards. Yep. Thank you. Got I to love pet. my condolence cards. That's very like sweet of, of our fans, isn't it? I know. Yes. They're and, great. Um, and then I got to pet the dog. And play yeah. with the dog. Yes. Super cute. Uh-huh. You got the dog with you? Is the dog around? The dog is somewhere. Here's the thing. I I closed the fence off uh, yeah. for my house, and mm-hmm. I put in puppy doors in the front door and the back door. So now the dog uh, can roam the entire house and go out front. I don't have to worry about her. Uh, so I don't know where she is, and I don't give a fuck. You know what? As long as she <laughs> shit in the house, I don't care. See the world, Charmy. See the world. <laughs> <laughs> you can front door, back door, front door, back door. Oh yeah, is she's she like me in college, folks. Come on now, um, Jackie. I just did a fucking dick joke. Um, she, oh, she kind of, kind of, you know, she, okay. she yeah, she's, she's figuring there. it out. Yeah, I do have that, uh, that UV light that uh, sh- it shows you where pee pee spots are, and there's a few, but they might be early, early ones I hadn't noticed before. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, so, yeah, that's. Uh... No, wait, so you did 40 clean and 40 filthy, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, we could talk about that. That's, Please, uh, it's a comedy podcast. Well, let's, I mean, I, I could, but I feel, if I feel insensitive. Who doesn't, who doesn't want to? <laughs> no, you don't. You've never felt insensitive in your life. That's, that's you just right. feeling. Wow, that's just, those are just emotions. I have a superpower, and it's me feeling insensitive. What? No. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, I will say this is that the clean set, which was the set you were on that show doing mm-hmm. a guestie, and Kyle was on the the not clean set doing a guestie, and then Brandy Brown was on your show, and mm-hmm. Maggie May was on his show, mm-hmm. and all four of you freaking destroyed and got good tips. I hope and yeah. um, how many how many audience members on the clean versus dirty? Uh, there were a uh, little like sixty-two. There were like sixty for the first show, and mm-hmm. fifty-five for the second show. Any overlap? Do you think? Almost yeah. entirely. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. People, yeah. Wow. So they watched yeah. you, then they took an hour and a half to themselves, and then they came back for more. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. That's an in, so, that's an intense relationship with you, Jackie. Uh, it feels like uh, it it would, felt intense. Uh, but here was the good news: I didn't feel bad about it because I was doing a different forty. Sure. Right. Like I, I didn't. I was uh, next weekend. I'm going to feel bad because it's going to be those same sixty people. Maybe. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> call call that show two new tags. <laughs> Are we going to ignore the part where you celebrated by screaming, everyone show me your dogs, and spent 15 minutes having the audience bring their dogs to the webcam for Jackie's approval? I just want to look at your pets. That's just nice. Uh, is that, that part of the 40? Uh, I knew you were going to fucking ask that. Because it is that I don't feel so bad about myself. If, you're, if your 40 is all material, I'm like, don't even want to do a podcast with you anymore. But if it's like 25 plus, oh, a poodle, fuck this you. Is, this is that. literally the this most is. insulted that I've ever felt right <laughs> sitting here. Um, no, this is the, the after. This is, 
It's wow. right. It was. This is the VIP that yeah. you get to. I get to hang out. <laughs> and if you wanted to ask me a question, I'll tell you something. I I got. I've doing these. Um, you know that gender joke that I do yeah. inspires people to write me long emails about their own gender identity and mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. And they like to let me in on right. what I'm trying to say. Right. And um, but the thing is, it's all of it has helped. Some of it, yeah. you, know, you know, when you get an email and you're like, I don't, I don't care what you think. And then you read it and you're like, oh, there's something there. It's, a, it's like the difference between writing the first draft and the second draft. I don't want well, the feedback, but the sec- second draft is going to be better. It depends on the, the topic. Like if it's a topic about your feeling about something, then it, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, right? But if you're sort of, if you're talking about someone else's potential life, you know, like I feel like that with my trans bit. It's like, this isn't my life. I'm just sort of projecting this one little point of view into it from, from, from my point of view. But, uh, like I, someone told me, like I had a joke and someone was like, actually technically da 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 da. And I was like, Oh, okay. I don't want to be technically off on something because I don't understand it. Right. And I don't want that to, and it's not that important for the joke. So I either drop that joke, right. Or I, you know, change, manipulate it a little bit. And I'm fine with that. But if, if I just remember some, I had some bit about, about, um, it was before I got pregnant and I was like, I was like, I, 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 it was an an adoption joke, but listen, I heard from a a woman who was adopted (laughs) after the show and she wasn't happy with it. And I was, and I didn't feel any obligation. She was also rude, but I didn't feel any obligation to change that joke because I'm like, this is completely my point of view as a woman uh, who it, it doesn't have a child and is wondering if I should have one. Right. It, right. And it's, it's not about you. And I'm sorry, I touched off something in you and I understand yeah. a sensitive topic, but okay. Now, another bit I had where I was saying the N word part of the bit and a black woman afterwards came up and said, this is, this is why I had a problem with that. I felt like, you know, yeah, okay. I don't want my audience to feel like this. Mm-hmm. This joke isn't that important. Maybe I was just trying something to be daring or because I'm in New York and everyone talks about race and I wanted my, I wanted to be one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't need that. And that's fine. So, if it, but it really depends on the topic that you're talking about and how you personally relate to it or not. If you're just dabbling and wondering about somebody else's life, you know, somebody else's race, somebody else's whatever it is, then you, I think feedback from the people that live that life are, is valuable. But if you're, it's, if it's your own feelings about something that's more about you starting emanating from you and not emanating from someone else's life, then, you know, then you are free to tell someone to fuck off. Right. Well, and, and the thing is, is it, it is entirely my experience. And, and these are personal stories about what I think about these two words and mm-hmm. but there are technicalities that I've had to adjust you know I've been doing this I've been doing I've been working on this bit and of course it was just the one bit and now it is of course six bits because that's how I write mm-hmm. and so there's six different things and and so trying to intersect the because um, it's the idea of uh, sexuality and gender and and people don't want me to muddy those two things and, and yeah, yet, right right Right, and and I, I agree. Um, once it was pointed out to me uh, that uh, that they are enormously separate, and um, 
And I can separate them because I can separate them in my own experience, like what my gender yes. is versus my sexuality and what I, what each of those things mean. And the weird thing is, is, is like I've had a, a, a lot of people, as many people as have given me, you know, sort of technical uh, details, paragraphs and paragraphs of it. I've also gotten paragraphs and paragraphs of this is really cool that anyone's talking about this at all. So, which is nice. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting both, and in both cases, it's not super negative feedback. I'm only taking it negative because I'm wrong in some cases, and there has to be adjustment. Mm -hmm. And the joke itself is so sort of complicated and so big that it just, you know, it, it's like, it's, it's literally I have to shave off a tiny edge of something to make it fit better with the rest of the bit and also still make sense, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's not making sense to somebody... You know, I need, for most cases, I need it to make sense. Sometimes I'm willing to power through. My joke about Yugoslavia, I could give a shit if anybody cared. Uh, they got, I had a mall of America. Oh, you heard from the Serbs. I remember when they came and picketed your show. By the time that joke worked, there was no more Yugoslav. And that was, that was, a, it was a journey of itself. But I will say this, is that so... Um, I, before I introduced anybody in that first show, I read the, the Laugh USA criteria of what... Oh, uh, the clean show, you're trying to get it on Laugh USA. Right. So you get that money, and their, their, their criteria is astonishing. It is super intent, intense right. because, um, and that's why, they, that's why they can't find, that's why you hear the same six jokes on that channel, is because it's so strict. And um, it's interesting to me because you can't, it's not just, and whoever wrote this, of course, had the time of their lives saying all the <laughs> terrible words. And uh, including, um, like, like, not just the N-word, but like a, 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 a giant, like a whole row of racial slurs, just to make sure I knew which racial slurs. Wow. I was like, how about I don't use any? How about that? And <laughs> well, I want to know the comic that made everyone go, "Oh fuck, we got to put that one on." <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got to add that word. But I, I the Nick DiPaolo. Uh, oh, the Nick DiPaolo is, is in the that that's in the read thing. The read so the roll. Read the roll. Wait, uh, it just what did it, it said? Where is the reference to Nick DiPaolo? Come on, buddy. Um, the thing is four page. Four sentences long. A generally upbeat, fun tone. No Nick DiPaolo style. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's clean. Uncool. Uncool. Always keep tone in mind. Come on. What the fuck? Come on. You want to clean oh, Nick DiPaolo? They wouldn't even let Lori Come on. <laughs> That's what you're looking for. You're looking. Yeah, yeah no, you would pay money to. No, to thank hear you. That. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I'll just that, lose that income. Oh, that's so it's funny. It's so arbitrary, and uh, I don't well, know. Well, this is an arbitrary. This is enormously specific. I know, but, <laughs> but then, what is Nick DiPaolo style? Like, who you know? What is that? A Boston accent, or you know no, what I mean? Like, no, because that's racial. Uh, Boston accent? No, I, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a regional. Yes. But it's, I mean, I think that, that um, 
it's it is a it is a gross generalization. You are correct, <laughs> but it is a gross generalization that everyone hears it and goes, "Oh, I know what they mean." Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. Poor Nick. Oh well. Yes, let's yeah let's have a moment of silence for Nick. Um, so. Um, what oh I have I have uh, a benefit I'm doing on Saturday, right? And then, I, and then I'm gonna try to do this thing again because I did forty five the forty five clean mm-hmm. by one joke. It said that I couldn't use uh, holy words. It was it was literally a derogatory Dude. use of holy names or religious words. I don't know if my my uh, talk about the rapture my, was derogatory. Listen. My funeral, this funeral wouldn't work for Laugh USA. That's how strict this <laughs> shit is. Um, right, Ryan Hamilton, he's just going to be making money hand over fist. Um, that yeah, guy's, that can, guy's very funny. If you can, if you can stand writing clean jokes, you'll make a lot of money. <laughs> sure, but then I did. Then I did the rest of my act. Right. Yeah. So I did that forty-five, and then yeah. I did another. And the thing is, I could stick that rapture joke on the front of the not squeaky clean, and that'd be fine, too. It's a pretty good introductory, since I did the cock ring joke on the beginning of my second act. Sure. And that cock ring uh, reference isn't even that dirty. It just has the word cock ring in it. Is that one word? That's two words. Um, You know what? You're not talking to the expert over here. Me neither. Would have been great if you had a take, though. I the first time I told that story it was uh on Zoom and um and I or early on and I mentioned that I didn't even know what the hell it was for and Carmen Morales couldn't who was opening could not stop laughing. He was like, "What are you saying?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know. All the cocks I know are erect or as as long as they're erect. They don't need to what it's what it's a it's a splint? What the fuck is it? I don't, I don't no, know what. Doesn't, I'm sorry. I'm, ju- I'm just going to break the word down. It's a ring that goes around an erect penis. Exactly. Okay. Why is this our podcast right now? <laughs> well, Because we need more Patreons? Yes, let's do it. It's, it's, Countdown. A, cl- it's a clock eater. <laughs> um, it's a cock eater. Wait, <laughs> uh, Wait that's there you. There you go. That's now, uh, what just happened. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm anyway, so that- I just like to point out that these riffs are all tainted by. I'm sorry to use the word taint, but they're all. <laughs> taint none of my concern, pain. lady. Taint none of my concern. This please be when we go to the first Max Fun break. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Bria Grant, an e-reader who loves spoilers and chocolate. And I'm Mallory O'Mara, a print book collector who will murder you if you spoil a book for me. And we're the hosts of Reading Glasses, a podcast designed to help you read better. Over the past few years, we've figured out why people read. Self-improvement. Escapism. To distract ourselves from the world burning down. And why they don't. Not enough time. Not knowing what to read. And being overwhelmed by the number on their TBR list. And we're here to help you with that. We will help you conquer your TBR pile while probably adding a bunch of books to it. Reading glasses. Every week on MaximumFun.org. And we're back, ladies we're and back. gentlemen. Did you, did, you, did you get that, Max? The good Max fun. Um, <laughs> okay. What, what the fuck? Now, I, I hate that we're in the same profession as 
who I'm thinking now are some of the dumbest people in the world. <laughs> I hate that. That we're, I'm a comic and so, and somebody who uh, goes to Texas, which is having um, uh, a, a terrible outbreak of COVID, does shows and fucking fist bumps the audience after the show. And then gets and, COVID. Gets COVID and, and has to say to his audience, if I fist bumped you, and you live with someone elderly. It's like, what the fuck? That did. And it's like, oh, I didn't think about it. Oh, of course. Oh, I'm so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it's shocking to me. I I can't believe. Do we know? This... Like D, um, it was uh, DK, right? DK. No. no you're thinking DL Hughley. I'm thinking, yeah. Where did the no? Yeah, it's a from? different COVID. DL Hughley had has COVID, and now this guy Callen. Brian Callen. Brian, Brian Callen has COVID. Oh, you yeah. hear this? Oh, Brian Callen, this. Brandon Schaub, the the MMA, yeah, the Comic? kickboxing comedy guy. <laughs> he has and, it too. Yeah, and um, I guess they gave it to uh, another comic, a local guy maybe, who was a cancer survivor, and now he has an actual really bad case of COVID. Oh, That's it. That's a comorbidity. <laughs> Not that I'm a doctor, but that's uh, I've read enough Atlantic articles now at oh, this yeah. point. Um, that puts that guy in a lot of danger, you know. Oh like, yeah. Even if you recover, you you might not, you know, recover completely. You might have lifelong problems, you know. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, there's no excuse for not knowing that now. There's just none. You can't no. be and that dumb right now. It's not allowed. Fucking smarten up a little bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're that dumb and you went to that county club, that's just, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, so, so four comics have it. And April Macy and Nikki Glazer were both on the road this weekend. Uh, Kansas City and Wise Guys in Salt Lake. And, um... I, I, I would be so afraid to fly and... It's just, who the fuck are you around? What kind of animals come to a comedy club right now? You know what well, I mean? There, I mean, I know, I know. This is, I get the income thing. Oh, I mm-hmm. get it. Yes. Uh, yes. But there's, I just, and and you can call me a coward and what, fuck off. But I don't want, I mean, there doesn't, both of those decisions seem wrong from a comedic point, right? I feel like if I go, I'm an idiot and, um, and, and, and I'm, I'm hurt, possibly hurting other people. Um, if I don't go, I'm a coward and I'm an idiot. And I guess I would rather be a coward and an idiot and not make anyone, I'm going to not make anyone sick this year. Well, well, Shane Mouse had a good point too, or Moss. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. M-A, it's, it's, isn't it Mouse technically? Moss, yeah. Yeah, okay, whatever. But he's from, I mean, he's, he's from La Crosse. Okay, whatever. Uh, Wisconsin. It's, Jackie, it's, I've studied German on Duolingo. I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Shane um, Moss. Mouse. But uh, he made a good point is if this happens a, a couple times and audiences start getting COVID and and somehow Brian Callen contributed to somebody dying of COVID, that's why would people come to a comedy club at all across the country, right? That's going to make audience members skittish and harder for the rest of us to get back when things, you know, when right. and this might be, and it, it might be years from now. I mean... That's that's what's the other thing. Like since no one's no one seems to be able to control themselves when things lighten up a little bit, when things open up a little bit, it, it's just I, it, 
like there's this article where or somebody had somebody made this comment like a, a couple weeks ago. It was like we're all in a jumbo jet and we lost gas and we're just cruising right now, right? But we're about to we're about to crash into the side of a mountain, right? So with the cruising part, it's like, well, everyone's alive and uh, you know everything seems okay, but we're we're all about to collide into a mountain and and um, it, it feels like we're really close to the mountain right now. I have to say that. Um Going back to stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. um, so there was an article in the New York Times about Maria, and um, and and another and a guy who had uh, and it was her Zoom show from Rush Tickets mm-hmm. um, that I opened for her twenty seven hundred by the way that's what she um, that's how many, how many tickets? tickets she sold amazing and yeah yeah and um, so but the the crazy thing is is that. In that article, I, and I couldn't read the whole article because I, uh, I couldn't care uh, enough, but I was hoping when I would bring this into the conversation that you had read the article. No? Is it new? Yeah, uh, well, in the last week because it okay. was about, and it was about Maria and this guy, and he has a new album out on Blonde Medicine, mm-hmm. and I can't tell, but I think he recorded the, me- the album on Zoom. Interesting. So his name is like Nori. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, I'm just bringing it up now. Nori. Nori? Nori? Uh, fuck, I, I unsubscribed to the New York Times in a fit of anger, and now I can't read it. <laughs> <sighs> That'll um, show. Uh, Nori, wait, Nori Reed? Nori. Maybe. But it's with Blonde Medicine, which is Dominic Del Bene, right? Yeah, I mean, right, it's right. A, it's, a great al- it's a great label. And, um, and they were talking about how he had worked on the album online. Nori Davis. Yeah, that yes, sounds right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And but I can't, but I can't tell if he recorded it before and it's just been in in post production and now released, or if they recorded it in Zoom and they've released it. Oh, I don't know. He's very funny. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah. That's well, cool. Maybe you should have finished reading that article, Jackie. No, I was really hoping that you had done it. Needs um, to uh, needs to come out on the Washington Post. I'm I'm <laughs> so pissed at the Times. Yeah. Uh, so I um, so I finished uh, the first third of this comic book that I'm writing, mm-hmm. and it was and it's essentially it's just um, sort of a uh, it's it's about what I've done is I've taken some superheroes and I've given them corporate gigs. And yeah. so I was trying to find the, the, the corporate gig. And there's a great through line and there's a good comic book story to it. But I was trying to do the first, uh, the first gig. And Andy was like, well, what was the worst corporate gig you ever did? And I was just reminded that one time, Lewis Lee of Acme Comedy Company, mm-hmm. in 1993 or 94 max, sent me out uh, to a, a birthday party of the boss of um of some small business where i had to dress as a nun (laughs) and the thing about me is that if you put this body in a nun and you are scared or have traumatic memories of nuns i'm gonna look exactly like a fucking nun (laughs) uh and they were like okay he hates nuns he hate it's gonna be so funny oh no Dresses. I didn't do my act. I just dressed as in a nun outfit with a ruler, and then I had to yell his name, and um, and they were like, 
he does this shit to us all the time. He's going to think it's so funny. And, 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 but he hates nuns, so just say a bunch of weird nun stuff. And I was like, are you sure he likes this? And they're like, oh, it's going to be great. He's, he's, such, he's a ball buster, but he, he's really going to be into it. So I show up. I'm all hidden. I walk in. He's sitting there, and he freaks the fuck out. <laughs> and I get like three lines out, and he's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And then, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. He uh, clearly had trauma with a damn nun, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I was just uh, there's, there's not always, part of the solution. There's that that early part of your career where somebody has a corporate and they have a terrible idea, and you don't have the ability <laughs> to say no to it. So you're like, okay, you come in and you you're you, you're gonna be uh, the corporate manager from uh, Tucson, and it's like I'm not an actor. I am not an improv person. What, but you just do it, and it never works. It's always a bad idea. Getting comedy ideas from corporations is a terrible idea. Uh, yeah. But at some point, you go. You, you're able to say, no, no, no. I think this is what will work better. You give me a microphone, and. Uh, after dinner, after people finish eating, mm-hmm. I will tell mm-hmm. jokes for 30 minutes. I think that's better. My right. experience. And it was weirdly in like a, like kind of a Ruth Chris kind of situation. And mm-hmm. so the whole, so they all had like their plates were, you know, just, it's all such a terrible, I'm surprised you didn't pick up a bread roll and whip it at me. Um, wow. Way to bring back my trauma from San Antonio. Oh right! Um, oh right! Oh right! Oh, yeah, I thought bread you referenced it, that. Yeah. On, 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 it was a roll. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bread uh, roll. <laughs> yeah, San Antonio is the town that where the club gave people COVID. Perhaps. Right? Wasn't that Callen? Wasn't that? Yeah, was that LOL? Have you? I mean, the good thing about LOL is got a really high ceiling. So hopefully, the COVID went up in the air, audience. Right, and hopefully it was because it also seats about three fifty, four hundred people. It's mm-hmm. huge. And so hopefully, but uh, if I remember correctly, all of those, those kind of, I don't know what to. Boxy comedy clubs or what do you mean? Uh, no, no. I'm thinking of his fan base. It's like, it's kind of a Rogany kind of guy. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's part of the empire. So he probably like sold out. I'm sure. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. Did you, did you hear that they're not letting. <laughs> And this is so moot. It doesn't even matter. They're not letting people sell merch. They're not letting. You can't. Oh, man. Clubs fucking love this. Oh, yeah. They hate us selling merch. They hate us making any more money that they don't get a little piece of. Oh, this is every club's wet dream is no merch. Well, it's I mean, the clubs that were they ask for a cut of the merch money. Yeah, uh, I never sell at those clubs. And there's a couple of them that do. They're like, well, you're using our space. And uh, I was like. Yeah, if I, I mean, because if I, if, I, if I get one of the door guys to stand next to me and, and, and sort of move people along and sort uh-huh. of direct people, I'll give that guy, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tip that I'll guy out. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but if they're not, because I need to, I like to sell the stuff myself just because I, I can do it faster and it's, um, it's also gives me somewhere to hide. You can hide a little bit behind the table and mm-hmm. I, I want to meet. It's not that I don't want to meet the fan base. It's just I get a little twitchy yeah. if, I, if it's just meeting. Yeah. And so I like a task. Okay. Yeah. And I made masks today. Meet, somebody wanted a, a, a meat shield, the Jenny Fine white lady meat shield. 
uh, on a mask. So, and so you ordered them from a company? Dropship, doing tea public, which means that they're just going to fulfill it. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, Jenny Kirkman had it. I know. I bought four of hers. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I so, think her, she has one that says, where's yours? I bought four of those. Oh, that's awesome. And then I special ordered for myself. My mom died of COVID and all I got was a stupid mask. Holy yes. shit. Yeah, yeah when are you going to, 10 days, they say 10 to 20 days on those masks. Oh, I thought you meant um, on, on COVID shedding. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't have any, I don't have any answers for you. I'm so sorry. Did you, uh, did you guys, uh, I live in the most blue collar neighborhood, though I did see drones of everything the 4th of July. I, lo- I thought it was so cool looking. I loved it. Everyone's complaining about it. And at nine o'clock, they're all, I can't sleep. Hey, you fucking assholes. Used to do shows at midnight. Now you can't sleep at nine. What happened to you? <laughs> God damn it! Did you? Ha- I mean, we had people like right. I mean, literally, we were being bombed around us. Like, yeah. I mean, there was yeah. the right behind us and right in front of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One less than a block in both directions. So it was like being in Iraq. It <laughs> reminded me of being in Iraq. Yeah. And it was. Uh, and I and all I could think was. Our house is going to burn down, and this is going to how ha- it's going to happen because uh, shitty people are putting off city fireworks, and they don't know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. But I, I mean, sure, I would. I mean, so I it was a little nerve wracking. But yeah. but you don't live in a neighborhood where anyone is shooting. You don't live in. Let's call it a. How do, how do I put this uh, politely? White trash. Uh, no, <laughs> it's a. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, uh, I would call it a fun neighborhood is where you live. That's what I call it, but I, that's not how you see it, I guess. I actually uh, actually refer to it as a very blue-collar neighborhood, and I love it dearly. But uh, I don't love it on the 4th of July, which is always terrifying I, and I, always I super in, loud. <laughs> so I would say a, a, quote, good school district. That's the neighborhood, which and those are always the worst bores in terms of firecrackers and stuff like that, fireworks. You live in a good school district? Yeah. Where yeah. If it's a good school district, then, you know, nobody does anything fun. Uh, nobody has chickens. You know, all, all pets are dogs or cats. It's n- nobody goes rogue. Nobody has a, a fucking dragon or whatever the fuck you guys had in your garage. <laughs> wow, it really got personal right there. <laughs> I just felt like a little... It was a compliment. <clears throat> Every <throat> word a compliment, Jackie. Every word a compliment. Let's do the comic of the week, shall we? <laughs> Anna Jean, Anna Jean, was how she pronounced it, and she—I have seen two videos of her being uh, introduced as Anna Jean. Yeah. So uh, Anna Jean, and her Twitter is Anna Jean Jokes. Yes. Is that what it is? Jokes. Jokes. <laughs> Anna Jean Jokes. Uh, she was very funny. She had a really. Um, is she LA based? Or she is now. Yeah. Okay. She was out right. of New York and then is now here. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So at Anna Jean Jokes. Yeah. Very funny. Like, Woo. Very funny. I and the yeah, the clip I saw was from Flappers. We're doing okay. another so find her and follow her and oh, work with her. By it. the way, to explain my uh you guys had a we had a big discussion on the pronunciation of Jean. Um my dad's real middle name was Jean, J E A N. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my grandma apparently, you know, living in Topeka had aspirations of a European lifestyle. <laughs> and my dad hated it. Uh, and he changed it to Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he changed his middle name legally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's some gutsy Irish stuff. Irish thing you could think of. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Can I? She stepped out, right? She stepped out of line. (laughs) His his brother was John Francis. His dad was John Francis. His grandpa was William Francis. It's a whole line of Irish guys, middle name Francis. And then he comes along, Ronald Jean. Oh, he was pissed. So (laughs) he ended that fast. My dad changed his own name, not legally. He just, that's how he signed up for the Navy. And because uh, he he had like a very Armenian immigrant, his name was like Yelia, okay, with a Y, and um, like his his um, his school his high school yearbook, it's mm-hmm. Yelia, don't go changing or whatever the fuck you write in a yearbook, yeah. And um, so his <laughs> so he he enlisted and he's like, my name's Elliot, Elliot, <laughs> Elliot, and uh, and no middle name. So I think Elliot suits your dad. Oh, it sure does. I just talked to him and, uh, and he has figured out flappers. It's like he's, he's discovered the pool of narcissus that the rest of us have been staring at for the last 10 years. Facebook, not flappers. Oh, uh, that's right. Fast. Yeah. Facebook. And so like, he, but I feel he, like flappers is next for your dad. Uh, I feel like <laughs> he's gonna he be did do an us. open mic once he did an, oh one open God. mic once. And, yeah. uh, as as Nancy Cation said, he wasn't that great. <laughs> and, uh, he was like, you know, he's funny, but it, it wasn't it wasn't for the stage funny. And I was like, wow, wow, that's uh, that's harsh for the first time up. Um, we have a show coming uh, at Flappers right. on the twenty seventh, which is a Monday. Right. It's another Jackie and Lori comic of the week. By the way, I appreciate you email, emailing me seven times today while I was preparing for my mother's funeral, trying to figure out a lineup. I'm like, Jackie, give it a day. Give it a fucking day. Can I just bury this lady? <laughs> I am just going to uh, pretend that that is accurate. <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking show you my inbox. What I would like is I would like uh, the receipts. Uh, so, <laughs> Screenshots. Because I believe I just, all I did was, because I asked Ophira Eisenberg and I asked Aaron Jackson if they would do it. And they both said yes. And I just CC'd you on that. And uh, I don't know why you're reading. Harassing me. I don't understand why you're reading your, your emails when your mother has not yet been uh, treated with the respect that she deserves. Uh, I did need to get her ashes this week. Yeah, I saw the picture. Yeah. Chilling, yeah. by the way. The tweets are incredibly dark. It's just like, see this? Fucking wear a mask is what you might as well just Before say. Before and after. That's, well, we're heading into another three-day weekend. When are you motherfuckers just going to kill someone's mom? You Happy know, fourth. Like someone did to yeah. me. Um, yeah, but she got, um, Tammy Jo Deeren hooked me up with this, with this, um, mortician. And, uh, I think she's a, like a one woman shop. She's really cool. Uh, and, uh, she, she just opened her business in January. I'm like, you're a fucking genius. Cause this oh country's everyone's going to die soon. Amazing. Oh Mad props to you. And uh, in Los Angeles, opening a a uh, crematorium. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Uh, and then she got two locks on my mom's hair, one for me and one for my sister. And uh, you know, she goes, "I got some good locks," and she did nice thick curls. My mom's um, she, because my mom had core hair; she didn't get to go to her uh, her lady at uh, Great Clips. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Seventeen dollar. 
uh, haircut that she never got. Okay. Right. Her hair was long and cur- longer and curly. So mm-hmm. I called, I called the, that woman up and I, and I told her and she started crying. Aww. So when we get uh, a hold of my mom's money, I'm going to tip her because, uh, I know my mom, my mom's the type will tip like $2 and feels like it's a hundred dollars. Like it hurts her, you know? So <sighs> I'm going to find that lady and tip her. Yeah. For find it. that lady. Cause, <laughs> cause the first, she, I go, Joanne Kilmer. And she goes, Oh, the diarrhea. I'm like, Oh my God. Wow. He told you about all that. Like you had to, while you're cutting this lady's hair you, for a $2 it, tip, you had to hear about diarrhea. Not enough. Yeah. You deserve more, my friend. <laughs> oh. That is quite Holy. Mm. How about another Max Fun Break? Let's do it. Rocket Ship One, this is Mission Control. Come in. This is Rocket Ship One. Go ahead. Rocket Ship, what's your status on Max Fun Drive? Shouldn't we have seen it by now? Sorry about that, Mission Control. Turns out I miscalculated. Current projected ETA for Max Fun Drive is July 13, but it looks different. It'll be for four weeks so it's longer than expected but all readings point to low key oh that'll be good but can you verify that there are still special gifts for new and upgrading monthly members verified sweet gifts for new and upgrading members plus amazing new episodes and even special weekly live streams for charity happy that rocket ship can you confirm eta for max fund drive 90 percent probability of max fund drive from july 13 to august 7. Did you say 90%? There were a couple of decimal places, and I might have carried a zero wrong. I'm just going to pencil in July 13th to August 7th. Mission control out. I have to say that um, I want this to be over. This is, uh, I wouldn't mind. I don't know what you mean, but I agree. Like, I want everything to be over. Kind of, yeah. All of you know, it. I remember my dad telling me, and um, I doubt he remembers telling me this, is uh, he said, you know, when you're in your 30s and your 40s, or wait, when you're in your 20s and your 30s, you want to kill yourself. And when you're in your 40s and your 50s, you're not willing to kill yourself, but you, you're willing to die. Because then you wouldn't have to finish that thing. And then... Uh, when uh, I have to disagree with this assessment. But keep going. And, and then he thinks 60 and above. He's just like, everyone's like, I just want to live one more year. Oh, I think 70 and over, uh, those people are, are, are they're clinging on to every year. I think our age right now is actually pretty dangerous in terms of suicide. There are a lot of people in their 40s and 50s and killing 60s themselves? too that are killing themselves. Yeah, it's real, uh, more men, uh, more white men than, than women, but it's... Um, do you think that, uh, I saw your tweet, do you think that that, uh, that pedophile lady is going to kill herself? No. no? Um, do you think she's going to be assisted to kill herself? What's I don't think happen? so. I think she's going to talk hard. <laughs> I do. I, uh, that's what they said about Epstein. And uh, that guy sadly killed himself. Killed himself. <laughs> Poor thing. Poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, can I can I just be contrarian and say he might have because he lost he knew it was over he was at I think he was at was he at Rikers whatever prison he was in was fucking full of rats and shit and this is a guy who who'd lived in all these different places and had all of his whims and and uh, catered to and now it's over and it's possible that he was like uh, I'm not gonna do it. I won't. I refuse. 
I could have sworn Lori wanted less emails, she said. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, um, in the 11th hour, I don't care. I don't care either. I'm just but He was murdered, I think. No, but I'm not because he shouldn't have been allowed to kill himself or he shouldn't have been allowed to be murdered. Like, they, he should have been properly guarded. It was a huge, it's a huge fiasco. But, um, and he should have stood, stood trial and he should have brought down people if they deserved it. And though, though now women and young, uh, young girls that he raped should have been able to accuse him on the stand and see him be convicted. So... Sure. Yeah. If I would have thought that out, uh, uh, that's probably what I would have said too. But Jack, yeah, use two more minutes of uh, podcast time. To you're, you're really rant. you're doing some vital work here. I, I genuinely appreciate it. It's uh, I don't know. Let's see. I um, I socially distantly ate an Impossible Burger uh, with Augie Smith and his wife yesterday. Oh, cool! And. Um, Andy brought the kids over a couple of Hot Wheels, and uh, and we, we we talked, we shouted at each other through masks, and mm-hmm. um, and it was terrifying for two hours. Uh, <laughs> even though I'm pretty sure they're uh, as quarantined as you can be. Those 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 two. Yeah, I went to my friend Cheryl's, and we were um, we had been working outdoors before, but we worked indoors. But um, she's totally quarantined. We were wearing masks, and we were kind of we were we were on opposite ends of the table up there working on my mom's video. So. Oh, okay. Nice. I hope that wasn't dumb. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We've also been driving up once a week to see Andy's mom, mm-hmm. and sitting in her backyard, mm-hmm. and. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, we. I mean, she is, she is older. She's certainly older than Andy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's how parenthood works. Yeah, I'm familiar. Unless you're, <laughs> unless you're Matt Gates and his. Did you watch master. Hamilton? I didn't. I have not watched Hamilton yet. Uh, I've seen it twice, of course. And then there's all this. Isn't it weird where you're, where you're like, oh, I'm very set in this opinion. And then you read a lot of tweets and people are like, Hamilton sucks. And here's why it's like, what? Really? Oh, my God. And then I don't know. So now I now I have a different viewfinder to watch Hamilton through when I do see it. But I do remember loving it both times. Well, I have to, um, the, the crazy thing is, is I remember when because um, I saw what I saw was I saw the workshop, um, sort of the first song that he did for uh, Michelle and Barack Obama at a at a at a White House thing, mm-hmm. and that is on YouTube. And I must watch that thirty times, right? Because right. one of my favorite things is because you know that the Obamas and most presidents, current uh, excused, uh, so uh, have have sat through politely watching so much art and music and entertainment mm-hmm. with this sort of and and you if you watch it michelle obama has that smile on her face the glazed the, smile the, yeah the smile that she knows yeah. she's being filmed and she's yeah. watching something <laughs> it's oh good mm-hmm. and then as he does the the song as he as he goes through the song so- which song was it do you remember it's it's the first one it's the okay. first uh uh, how does a bastard orphan? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, right. So he's doing that, and it's and it's uh, the tense is actually a little different because he's doing it as Aaron Burr, and um, and it's oh, okay. an, it's an earlier draft. It isn't the final draft of the song. Mm-hmm. You can tell, and but you see Michelle Obama's face change when she's like, "What the hell is 
look at oh, this. this is interesting. Yes, yeah. and I was, and I, I freaking love their faces, and I love, and so then I, and then I spent probably a year trying to piece together different like news stories about the play with the mm-hmm. original cast and watch those videos in order so that I could try to watch the play with the original cast oh on YouTube. Oh my God. Yeah. I went down a bit of a rabbit hole and <laughs> then I bought the album and I listened to it a bunch. And then I went and saw it at the Pantages. We both did. And then mm-hmm. I saw oh, yeah. it. And then I saw it in New York mm-hmm. with, um, with the New York cast, mm-hmm. which was actually, in my opinion, and I don't know a lot about, and I love musicals and I, and I love theater, but I don't see it enough. But I thought that the New York cast was better than the L.A. cast. And then I saw this. Well, the, the Pantages might not be the right theater for it, as opposed oh. to the New York. I forget where it was in New York, but that, it felt like that theater was so much better for that play than the Pantages. Oh, so gorgeous. I mean, our seats, our, our seats were way up, right? Yeah, my seats were kind of far at the Pantages. Yeah, same. And, and I got house seats, amazing house seats in New York, yeah. sixth row center. Do we have this? We have the same contact, right? Yeah, I think so. Did you get yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. we had, okay. So, so we, had a, we, we had a comic who had a contact. Yes. It was, and a uh, fan of this show, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Her, her roommate was uh, worked on the show. Right. And so, but I have to say that seeing this original cast doing this production was extraordinary just because I think it's the difference between doing it 300 times and doing it 30 times, you know, like I have friends who saw it, um, at the public, like a half a dozen times before it went to Broadway. Wow. And my friend TJ got her picture taken with David Diggs. I, I, I don't want my picture taken with anybody. And I want my picture taken with David Diggs. Was he Washington? No, he was Jefferson. I actually, I was going to say, oh, I actually like okay. Christopher Jackson, uh, kind of, uh, he was such an amazing Washington man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. So David Diggs was Jefferson. Yeah. And he's, a, uh, he's a, his he does voice stand-up. is so, oh, does he, or his, his singing voice is so distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and the extras, you got to watch the, on, on Disney plus there's an extras tab. Mm-hmm. And I saw there's a 35-minute just Zoom interview with the cast. And when, you, when I watched the play, everyone looks vaguely exhausted. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. But it was like the 300th night of them doing this, eight shows a week. Who? Okay, the guy that played Burr, Odom? Yep. Um, Leslie Odom. That's so he it. had a really, really good interview in the LA Times about money and making sure he, he and the original cast were compensated for basically setting, setting the cast, right? Mm-hmm. S- setting, you know, uh, 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 saying, here's how we move. Here's the choreography. Here's how it's sung. Like, this is a template that we're creating with, mm-hmm. you know, the director and the writer, but we're creating it too. And other casts will follow for the rest of eternity. So we should get paid for that. You know, that's amazing. Include aside from doing eight shows a week. And so, and he just had this lineup. I'm setting it up for my children and my grandchildren. I want you to, you know, check with my great grandchildren, make sure that they're still getting paid from my, (laughs) from my work. It's like, yeah, you're, that's how you, that's how you get your family on that, on that track, you know, on that success track, I guess, you know, where Mm -hmm. generations, generational wealth basically. And so he, he was just saying how it's really important for, for Broadway actors to, to ask for that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think that's fascinating. And then I also, uh, finished watching Watchmen this week. Okay. Um, did you hear that? I did. Is that the fire? 
That's uh, that's three blocks away. What if and that was hurting. Andy? What if Andy is secretly <laughs> <laughs> the neighborhood menace? That would be great. Uh, he does go to all the meetings. He says they're mostly <laughs> about parking in front of people's houses. <laughs> people would like people not to park in front of their house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you said you watched the first episode. Um, that's the darkest episode. Yeah. And it and it and it's amazing that and and it's not. And it's a sequel to the comic book, and you don't have to have read the comic book, and it's amazing. Okay, so here's what I'm doing right now. So we're watching with my son. We're just going through anime now, you know? And right. it's our, it's, you know, I love it, and I love hanging out with him, and it's something mm-hmm. to connect with, so it's great. So we're watching Attack on Titan, which I is, saw the first uh, season. Wow, it's insane. It's, it's insane. wild. It is. It's, in, it's intense. Right. So season four is coming up. We just finished season three. And then our Black Clover comes back on Tuesday night. So we have, we just, we have, we have a lot set up now. So I have just little teeny, teeny bits of time before he comes in and we watch anime at night. So um, like, I don't have an hour. Like I, I try to squeeze in at half hours. I'm, I, um, I did, I'm all, I did all of better things dead to me. Um, I may destroy you, which is on HBO. Um, but it's, it's coming out once a week. So they have, but there's four episodes out and, uh, it's, it's, it seems like, and maybe, maybe it's happening in the U S too, but Britain, if you look at the, the Michaela Cole, Cole, uh, is the star, the writer, the, um, it's all, it's all coming from her soul, right? She's the actor writer. She's the triple threat of this show. And then uh, she reminds, she's like Phoebe Waller, uh, Waller's bridge. Wait, am I confusing her with a different Phoebe? Fleabag. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Where, where it seems like in Britain, they're young women, younger women in their thirties are, are coming up with shows that are comedy dramas Right, they're funny and they're dramatic and they're all over the place. Fleabag's a little funnier than than I May Destroy You so far, um, but they both have funny moments and dark moments and painful moments. Um, but they're based on they're it's like they're they meet with these women and they go, oh, we we trust your point of view, and it's interesting and. You're, you're weird and no one's like you. So here's a TV show. You get eight episodes and you get to create it. And it's not going to be like any formula that you see on television at all. And, uh, I, and I don't know, I haven't caught up with every show in, that's being done out of the U.S., but it feels like they're, they're more willing to do that in Britain with women. I don't know. The, uh, I never watched. There's that um, the, the crazy girlfriend. or and Oh, yeah, my oh, crazy ex-girlfriend, Rachel Bloom. Yeah. And then yeah. um, two broke girls, or oh, no? That that was like a Chuck Lorre sitcom. That, that was that's like Cummings. in the mold. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I think but she didn't did, she get did to she do with Chuck Lorre? I don't know, but Maybe. I but I know that was her. But thing. I thought that it was it was her baby though. But, wasn't it, but then there's only two yeah, of them that I can like think sitcom, of. Like sitcom. I can only think of two of them. It's like I don't. Right. I don't, I, I don't think anyone's being overwhelmed. I think we're all happy to undercut American sitcoms here. <laughs> No, but it, but I mean where you feel like they just gave it to the women and said you create what you want to create, you know. I, 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 you don't. There's American shows where you, you see like 20, 20 network executive hands and people. 
you know, watering down a joke or whatever, or, or, or making, putting in a joke that doesn't really fit, but you could see somebody saying it's funny. Right. And these, these two shows really stem to seem to stem from their character, their characters as, as performers and writers and comedians. I don't think either of them are standups, but, but, but I don't know. It just feels like Britain is, is trusting young women more. Could be. You know, I just found out that Margot Robbie is going to be 30 this year. She's done a lot, right? Yeah, she has been nominated for two Academy Awards. Well, um, that's hard to do. Wolf Wolf of Wall Street 10 years Mm -hmm. ago when she was 19. And uh, Bombshell. Yeah. And um, she. Tanya, right? Too, right? And which one? And I, Tanya, too, right? I, Tanya. Yes. That's right. She played Tanya Harding. And then, Jackie, imagine doing so well when you're so young, white, and beautiful. I mean, it's <laughs> astonishing. And it is my hat is off to her. And, and, and different, and, and she was also in and, produ- and executive produced that, uh, the DC Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Played I, I, Harley she's, Quinn. she's cool. She's a badass. She's, you know what? She's, she has opportunities and she has the talent to match the opportunities. You know, a lot of, other people get these opportunities. They don't have the talent to maybe to match right. it. And, and some people don't get else. the opportunities at all. I mean, and it was, right. And, mm-hmm. and if, and, and when you do get those opportunities, you have to, and it's especially as a woman, you have to not only just rise to the occasion, you have to knock it out of the park. And mm-hmm. it's not enough to just be okay at it. Right. Cause you're, you're the only woman. Right. And, and you've been told that there's only one spot for a woman. And the whole thing is ridiculous. Uh, I think the, uh, of another white woman doing that is uh, Reese Witherspoon. And Back in the day, which yes. would have been 10 years ago, right? But now she's executive producing a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also I think Jodie Foster was, was doing something like that. right? she Jody... kind of dropped out of stuff like that, yeah. Right, but it was 20 years ago. Right. She, now um, she's full-time Mel Gibson defense. Um, is she? It's a full-time job. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he just fucked up again recently and... Then all of her so did J.K. Rowling. Uh, yeah. What is she doubling down? What is she doing? Like, even if you believe that, can you observe how it's harming? Just let's just fucking be a business person. Your brand mm-hmm. and your reputation and how much people love you. Just shut the fuck up and think it to yourself if you have to. How can you be so obstinate? I mean, that's how you're so obstinate. You think this this, this rant is exactly the rant I had when I did 200 pages of camping in book seven. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think she, she lost, she lost control of any, nobody's editing at, after her, after, after book four, there is no editing. Right. I know I'm on, we're, we're going through book five and, uh, my son is also outraged at her comments. And I think this might be the end of this, end of the series. He doesn't need to finish it. He doesn't need to finish it. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I enjoyed it and I enjoyed it in the moment. And the thing is, is it just, she's just like everything, a proof that, you know, women are people uh, and can be dumb and, and horrible and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Elon Musk lost his uh, shit again. He's, he's always been a shithead. He's just, he's a, he's a, a supervillain. What are you going to do? I'm so glad more people realize that. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.